right, welcome to the Two Way pe- Two Way Players Podcast. I am your host, Matt Vosars. Today, I am joined by the one and only Alex White. Uh, he is a, uh, you know, I can say he's an athletic trainer at Mary G. Montgomery, and you know, I can say he's an assistant basketball coach, and I can say all that. But he's he's much more than that. He's much more than that, and that's kind of what we're going to get into to do today. Alex, do you like my uh, my title I came up with? Um, getting taped with Alex White. That is the name of the episode today. <laughs> I love it. I love it, dude. That's, that's very fitting. All right, cool. Very uh, everybody that's watching the stream, um, you can see uh, Alex is rocking the shirt. He's got the Nobody Cares Work Harder yeah. shirt from last week's episode. Today. Yeah. There we go. All right, Alex, we're going to jump right into it. First thing, man, I want to okay. talk about something that's kind of catching like wildfire that I love that's catching like wildfire is your run with, uh, with Coach Corey Christ. Um I'm not gonna say much about it, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just let you kind of talk talk to me a little bit about, um, if you don't mind, just kind of what what the run is for, and, and kind of what it's been like um, preparation wise for you getting ready for it. Yeah, absolutely, man. So uh, actually, we just finished our uh, mileage run for the weekend. We just did the 10K today. Uh, so if I pass out in the next few minutes, just you know. Call. We'll I'm edit it out, bro. It's cool. I'm at the school right now, so just in an ambulance, if you okay. don't mind. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, um, yeah. So April 28th, all right, me and Coach Chris are going to be running a mile for every mile of the day. All right, so that is 24 miles, 24 hours. Um, we'll start at, uh, like I said, April 28th. We're going to start at 7 a.m. that morning, and uh, just at the beginning of every hour through that day. We're going to go out to the track, run a mile. And uh, there's going to be different times of the day that, like, uh, I think sports, some athletes are going to run with us. I think there's going to be some athletes that just kind of some of the seniors that are already graduated at that point are going to kind of run with us uh, random times throughout the day. Uh, there's going to be one mile that we run through the school where we'll be dressed in costumes that uh, the kids are going to be voting on soon. I've heard about uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> that one's going to be pretty interesting. Uh if anybody's watching, that's going to be voting. I definitely think you should vote for the Elsa Olaf combination. I bet you do. Uh, that's definitely, I think the one that's going to be more fitting for me. Uh, I bet you do. <laughs> so, y'all, y'all help, y'all help me out. Um, but, but yeah, man. So the reason we're doing it is to help raise awareness and also fundraise money for the Prader Willy syndrome. The Prader Willy syndrome is what uh, Connor. Coach Chris' son, that's what he was born with. Um, it's something that, that doesn't go away. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. You, I mean, it's, just, it's a really hard, hard thing to live with. There's a lot that goes into it. It's a lot of nutritional things, um, a lot of medical things. There's not a lot of medicine out there that's, that's available. And uh, that's one of the reasons why we're doing this. One of the doctors that Connor sees consistently uh, is doing her own research and developing medicines and stuff like that to help not just make the the condition easier but also to prolong their their life their life and um she's already come out with some stuff and is doing great so uh we just want to help that out that's what all the proceeds are going to so uh he also has to take a lot of uh trips and stuff to go to these doctors because none of them are, are local around so they go to florida a lot they've uh been to philly a lot, just all these different trips that they've got to take uh, to get get the help that Connor needs and, and he deserves. So that's that's what we decided to do it for, just to help raise some money. And then uh, I kind of got wrapped up in it just because I, I can't ever say no to a challenge. Um, 
and this is a challenge that I hadn't really heard of before. And yeah, and also I was in really close with with Corey and Connor, and uh, he's he's an amazing kid, man. Like I don't, I don't know how much you've gotten to meet with him and talk to him. Uh, I know you got to watch the podcast where yeah. uh, he was on there, and I mean, kid is kid's awesome. He deserves every little bit of help uh, that anybody can give him. So, so yeah, that's why we're doing, and that's that's why I'm kind of wrapped up in it. Super excited about it. Super nervous about it. Uh, like I said, we we ran 6.2 miles a day, and I feel like I'm about to die. Uh, but that was all at once. So, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> telling myself that this 24 hours thing is you know, mm-hmm. it's just a mile, it's just a mile an hour. I can. Yeah, that, right? <laughs> that that's the I think that's the part for me that I don't even know how you try unless you really just do the twenty four hours. Yeah, dude. Like now, there's, like there's no way to train for it, <laughs> right? You know, right. so. But no, I'm I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna pick an hour that I'm gonna come right. out there and and, and and do one with you guys. Um, but uh, but no, man, I, I think it's great, and I'm a terrible podcast host, man. I'm, I meant to kind of look a little bit more into the syndrome itself, um, and and and, and kind of. You know, just so people could really understand what it is that that Connor goes through, and I have met Connor a couple times when yeah. Corey has brought him to work, and and then obviously we a lot of us listen to the podcast, and if you haven't, it's called the, uh, Win the Day uh, with with yeah, Coach Chris and Alex, mm-hmm. um, and uh, but but yeah, no, I watching Corey and, and, and Ashley and just every, and and then everybody else just kind of rally around. It started off with just a few people here, and now it's just like it's on the Mobile County website and it's just going everywhere and i love it man it's just it's 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 people helping people and, and yeah, i'm all about exactly. that i would say definitely check out any of uh mgm social media has the website link posted on it too uh so i mean I, obviously coming out and supporting us on that day is, is a big deal for us but getting on there and, and either donating or buying a t-shirt uh for that day uh will definitely help out our proceeds and help go into that research too so Definitely check out those websites and and pick out a shirt. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right, next thing, next thing. Uh, I'm sure you've been asked this a lot, man. So I'm not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna spend too much time on it. But a lot of people do like I see you, so I know what it's like. But like a, a lot of people wonder, like, how does Alex do it? And what and what I mean by that is, how does Alex like? What is the day like? You know, how when do you start and when does it end? Workout. Uh, uh, no, my, my typical day, let's, let's say like, I mean, tomorrow's Monday. So we're about to be back at school, all sports going, that kind of thing. Um, my day, typically, if I have the motivation and the energy in the morning, it's going to start pretty early. I try to get up um, you know, around 4.45 or 5 and uh, get to the school around 5.30 and get a workout in uh, just to try and boost me through. <laughs> the day to give me that, that kickstart that I'm going to need. Um, but, you know, I mean, uh, I teach sports medicine, the sports medicine pathway here. So whatever classes are that day, we get through the class um, and, and try to get those kids on the right path. And then, you know, after after school is out, that's, that's when the real fun begins, um, depending on the season. You know, we've either in the fall, we've got football, uh, cross country, volleyball, swim, uh basketball starts you know they're they're at least doing workouts that kind of thing uh winter seasons you've got uh football finishing up volleyball is usually done pretty quick but then you jump straight into basketball and uh wrestling now wrestling's big uh down here now and then spring is the um springs the the hard one 
spring, you got, I mean, everything going. Yep. So you got all the spring sports, but on top of that, you've got football getting ready for spring football and for summer training. Yeah, volleyball, all the fall sports are, are gearing up and, and working out and getting yeah. ready for tryouts and that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's for for me, it's just always been about trying trying to be there for for anybody that needs it as far as the sports that are going on. And, and at a school like ours, like there's everybody's going to be doing something throughout the entire year. Yeah. So I feel pretty stretched out most days, but, you know, everybody knows that that's, that what what's going on you know what, yeah. what the case is so nobody overdoes it or asks for too much or, or mm-hmm. anything like that but you know just bouncing around from sport to sport every afternoon checking in on everybody setting up yeah. water hydration stuff and doing treatments rehabs that kind of thing it just depends on the day yeah you know? i mean there's, <laughs> there's there's days where i'm sitting out in the training room and and working on like paperwork and stuff like that and then there's some days where I can't even sit down because I get a phone call out to the track and then I get a phone call to the gym and a phone call out to football or, you know, it's just bouncing around. Yeah. And, and so, I've always <laughs> wanted to, I've always wanted to just look at your phone and see how many phone calls you get. Oh, dude, no, you don't. No, you dude, don't. I bet, I bet <laughs> you're just, it just stays vibration constantly. Yeah, and it's constantly. <laughs> the kids, I, I used to, I used to have my cool little fancy phone clip and I finally stopped wearing it because the kids mess with me so much. But yeah. no, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> like that thing, like I, it would just be going off all day long. Kids would always be like, "Oh, why you wear a phone clip?" I'm like because I, I'm gonna lose this thing. I can't lose it. Like I gotta have it. Yeah, um, no, I, it's true. You might as well just do a walkie-talkie at this point. Yeah. Um, no, nah, but it, it's it's crazy, man. And and uh, the next thing I want to move to is is just another thing that was thrown on your plate, and this was kind of my fault, to be honest. Um. <laughs> But you were the assistant basketball coach this year for the girls' oh, program. Um, but, I mean, before we really get into sort of like your favorite moments, I do want to say, I mean, your one season as assistant coach was the best season we've had in 27 <laughs> years. I mean, I'm it's not bad, you know? That might have a little something to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Uh, no, we, had I, a, we had a special team, man, coaching team and and team. And, and that's what I know we're about to get in talked about it, but yeah. that, it's special out here for sure yeah so you know just to kind of set it up for anybody that's not super familiar with everything you know i i uh i was having some health issues and you know stuff i'm still struggling with now but it was really tough for me um to to sort of get ready for this season i just didn't know how available i was going to be and i knew we we had like a special group of kids coming back and so i'm like scrambling Mm -hmm. trying to you know find somebody um that can help that actually like if i if i can't be at a game or if I, or if I can't be at a practice that could take it, you know, and, and I could actually feel like they're, they're going to, you know, be competent enough and, and know what they're doing. And it didn't seem like it for a while we were going to find anybody because <laughs> nobody wanted to do it. But thank, thankfully Alex kind of saw me struggling. He saw the girls, you know, he knew how special they were. And, and just, uh, you know, first off, talk about your decision, man, to, 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 yeah, to help sure. us out. Like, like you said, I, I kept watching, everybody kind of go through like who, who y'all are going to try and pick, how you're reaching out. And, you know, the, I, I, I've told you this before, but the day that it really got to me was the day that I saw a mass email get sent out to the entire school saying, Hey, is anybody interested in helping coach basketball? And I'm just sitting there thinking like, cause I mean, obviously like I haven't coached with you before, but I've been, a part of the program for ever since you've you've been mm-hmm. there and, yep. and just in little little spurts here and there but like i so i've seen 
these girls grow up and grow into like the team that we had this year and just seeing all that and knowing that you know any random person could just be like yeah i'll do it you know it just hit me i was just like they've they've done so much work and they've worked so hard and like i can't i couldn't just see that happening i couldn't let myself allow that to happen and uh so that that's kind of you know i just went home and talked to my wife and and course at that point it was that was the hardest part is is kind of talking her into it yeah because that would take me take me away a little bit more which uh we already know is 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 kind of hard on us anyways but yeah but yeah that's kind of how the decision came about because i i was just i couldn't imagine all the work Mm -hmm. that these girls have put in and just kind of seeing it dwindle this year instead of yeah take off like like I knew it should yeah and, and on my end I was like you know I was like look I I know I need him <laughs> I know I know we need him I said so what can I do to so so you know we basically tried to make it as few road JV games as possible I don't think <laughs> right. we have like three <laughs> yeah and, so. and uh, you know just I was like look I know you got football don't worry about it just whenever mm-hmm. you can get out here and then people that 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 might not know I mean Alex for the past you know four or five years or whatever, you've been out there with us, you know, it's as a trainer and and you'd hop in and scrimmage. And so you'd seen how we do things. And so it was really a a pretty seamless transition. Um, What were some of your, your favorite, we talked uh, last week with Lily about, about the season, but what were some of your favorite moments from the season? Uh, You know, from, from getting to be around the program for the last few years, like just seeing this year, take off like watching how practices change watching how attitudes change watching leaders start to take over that kind of thing that that was just like an overall huge accomplishment and and favorite part for me because i mean like seeing how competitive practice was like dude i love that like i I feel like you should be you should should want to be the best whether it's a practice day it's a shoot around it's you know it's game day it's, it's whatever and we saw that out of a lot of girls this year. And uh, so for me, that was one of my favorite things this year, just seeing them grow into that competitive nature this year and, and really take off with it. And you had um, seen, and you and you had seen, you yeah. know, in years past what it was like when we had, we just didn't have the numbers or the bodies. Right. And we would have to bring JV boys or coaches yeah. to scrimmage our, you know, their main, yeah. our main kids that were playing just so they could get reps, you know, that were worth exactly. getting. So yeah, no, I'm with you there. Yeah, no, that that's one of my favorite. Um, every uh, one of, I guess, we think of how I want to phrase this, but pretty much every shot that Hartley took, <laughs> that was also a favorite moment. And, and like I, I know the the first one out at Bryant, where she hit that one uh, towards the end of the game, and you know we were me and you were walking back to the locker room, and. Uh, we were all kind of hyped up. We could hear them celebrating in the locker room already and, and mm-hmm. going crazy. And I was like, dude, whatever you do when you get in there and talk, make sure we mention Hartley. I was like, dude, because that shot. And, and then that's when you started the, you know, the ice in the veins yeah. and, uh, and, and everything else. It's just like, <laughs> dude, like, there's, there's no emotion for her. There's no emotion. She's, the ball hits, hits the hands, and she's like, oh, this is my spot. I'm good. Let's shoot. Doesn't matter. It's two seconds left. Just start the game. I mean, it's money. I mean, um, and, that, and that's that's in the thing, you know, man. We love Hartley, and the, and that's and we, <laughs> but we love athletes like that. That they practice a thing, 
right? Hartley mm-hmm. practices practice that shot every day. That is the shot. She when she does warm up, she's not shooting threes. She's not doing all these different things that she knows she's not going to do in a game. You know, I did. Yeah. I do think she took a couple threes, but um, <laughs> but she practiced that shot every day. So when she made it, you know, other coaches are like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe they're making that shot." And I'm like, "I mean, that's, that's money. That's, that's, our, that's our shot." So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I think my last one, which you're not going to like this one a whole lot. Uh, <laughs> I think I will. <laughs> But uh, and and it's not not for because like you know like I I got to take over or whatever whatever but like the biker game and the reason I I bring that one up is because like as we're going through that game man and I'm calling timeouts or we're getting uh, breaks and I'm talking to the girls and Jade's talking to the girls in each one of those breaks at the very end I would ask I would say girls. What do y'all see on the court, and what do, what are we not telling you that you're seeing that you think we need to change and we need to do? And never failed. It, it's not like we're sitting in the classroom and you hear crickets after you answer a question or you ask mm-hmm. a question. Like all those leaders that that we've talked about, there's times Deja and Ivy and Neely and even a couple others at night. They're all chipping in, saying, "Well, I noticed that they're they're doing this, and if we do this, it could really help." Or we need to change from this to this and, and see if it'll work a little better. And so just watching them really come together and use all the stuff that, that you specifically have taught them building up to this season, man, was, it was just kind of a, a magical night that night. And obviously we're not going to get that if you're sitting there, you know, and you're, you're getting to – take charge and, and everything like we get it a little bit like they're it's not like they're not vocal during the games and stuff but you know like me being in the position I was in I I have to ask them you know that's just I, I'm not as knowledgeable as, as you guys are as far as like in-game play and stuff and so just watching them come together like that and and still pull out the the W that night was yeah. was just awesome and I, I think that was a pretty big turning point in our season too for them to see that. So. No, I, I agree with you. And for the and for those of you that weren't there, um, I got tossed in the first quarter. Um, like the first three and a half minutes. <laughs> I mean, it was like very early in the game. It was, um, it was crazy. I spent too much time on why, yeah. you know. But I got sent out. So I got sent sent to the locker room. So, uh, anyways, I, other than during during the halftime, uh, I didn't get to speak to the team. And so, it, what else is really saying i mean it's true like they had to lean on alex and jade they had to lean on each other and mm-hmm. we did talk about it after the game like i didn't do it intentionally i didn't come into the game <laughs> saying hey you know what senior night of the greatest season we've ever had i'm, I'm gonna get tossed <laughs> um I, I definitely didn't do that but you know looking back at it it was it i agree with you i think i think yeah. it was great because you know the girls the girls they leaned on each other man and that's and that's like as much as we we want to just do everything for them, we can't. We're not on that court, man. We don't get to take the shots. We don't. Exactly. You know, we don't get to make the decisions. Um, they got to do it, and they did it. And the leadership, at the end of the day, that for me, it's not a moment, but yeah. the leadership of and and those three captains that 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 we have, Lee Lee, Deja, and Ivy. They, uh, I'm so glad they got awards this this season because they yeah. deserved they it. Man. Deserved, deserved every bit of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, it was a 
it was a fun season, man. I'm, I'm never gonna, gonna forget that one. Um, yeah. all right, let's talk a little bit about about um young Alex. Uh, <laughs> what sports did you grow up uh, playing? Dude, I I played pretty much everything growing up. So, um, <clears throat> you know, little league stuff. As far as like super young, Alex was was baseball up until the age of you know like maybe 11, 12. Uh, with baseball, church league basketball, uh, that kind of stuff. And about 11 or 12, I think, is when I made the transition to hockey. And uh, that's when it, like, kind of blew up in Tennessee. For, for you guys that don't don't know me very well, that's, that's where I'm from is Tennessee. Grew up uh, pretty much my whole life in Tennessee. So uh, hockey's a little bit bigger there than it is down here, obviously. But um, so that's when I picked up hockey. And uh, it, was, it was pretty much just rec leagues going through. It wasn't in the high schools and stuff where I was. Uh, so it was just rec leagues. Uh, until I got to college and and uh, but on top of that you know middle school high school I ran cross country I ran track I played tennis uh, church league basketball every year um, I played high school football for about a year and a half uh, so kind of just dabbled in a little bit of everything whatever I could get get my hands on going through and uh, I don't think I really stuck out in any sport. Like I, I was never the best or the fastest or, you know, the strongest or anything like that. But, you know, one thing that my parents kind of always taught me and I've, and I've talked on our podcast about is, is that you just give every bit of effort you can possibly give. And so I think that's kind of what I was known for growing up and, and all the sports I played, like just being consistent. I was, mm-hmm. I was decent. At, at whatever I did, and it's just because I, I feel like the amount of effort I tried to portray, and like we talked, like we talked to the girls and stuff, you know, like that matter if it's practice, that matter if you're coming out here just to mm-hmm. shoot around, like the effort and the attitude has to be there. Yep. Yep. And uh, so yeah, man, like I, I've got a big variety of <laughs> of likes and and sports that I enjoyed. So yeah, all right. Random question: What is a yeah. hockey role? Cause I've watched a little, I've watched a little bit of hockey, and I know that you guys, you hockey players, y'all like to fight each other. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I know that y'all have a stick, and I know you have a puck, and I know you have goals. <laughs> what is a rule? Give me one rule in hockey yeah. that you think I might not know. As a mm-hmm. casual fan, there are two rules that almost no casual fans can can describe. It's even hard for me to like talk you through it especially without like a sheet of ice in front of us where I can like point and show you, but offsides and icing either one of those. All right, hold up. I know what offsides is, so I got you there, but I've heard icing, but I don't actually know what it is. Explain to me what icing is. All right. So icing. Okay. You have the goal line, right? It Mm -hmm. goes, it's not just at the goal. It goes all the way from wall to wall uh, on the ice. Okay. It's a big red line goes all the way across. Okay. So if my team, I'm on offense, I'm skating down the ice, and before I reach mid-rink, the midline of the rink, I cannot shoot the puck into that zone uh, and it go past that line, the goal line. All right? oh, okay. So it's basically like I'm trying to – like we're getting pressured. I'm uh-huh. trying to get the puck out of my zone, and so I, I throw you. it down the rink. I just shoot That's it down the rink. It. Right. Gotcha. And so I can't do that unless I'm past – the the mid line the okay. half ring because right. if i do it what happens is they get the puck 
and they bring it down into our zone and we take a face off in my zone by my goalie. Got you. Okay. So it puts them in a better position. Well, there we go. See, I'd heard of that one, but I didn't know what it was. I, I just knew, like, <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I thought icing it was like a good thing. You ice, <laughs> ice, ice a win at the free throw line, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, I thought it was a good thing, but okay. So it's not. Uh, <laughs> all right. I got, we got, all right, we got like a couple minutes left here. Okay. Um, yeah. Rapid fire on these. Any weird hobbies that you have that we do not know about? I mean, if I had time for hobbies, I'm sure I'd have some weird things going on. I knew on. you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, but, you know, by the time I get home, like I'm, I'm spending time with the girls, or I'm spending time with, with my wife, or I'm passed out. Uh, yep. Now, one thing I do, it's not weird, but I, I love to grill. Um, mm-hmm. So anytime I do get a chance to, to get on the grill outside and, and cook, yeah. and it's, I'm not like a, a genius or anything like that out there. Like I, I just like to cook and uh and grill so I, i'd say that's a hobby that i kind of have but yeah. doesn't get to happen very often no it's but. funny man Gr- grilling's <laughs> funny because like you can grill something and it can be like really good and everybody's like wow man you're you're top and, and i'm like yeah i'm a beast on the grill but it's it's like not really that much to it but for whatever yeah. reason you just feel like, just, like, yeah. like a man you know yeah <laughs> yeah i love it absolutely all right so here's my final question i want to start doing yeah. i'm gonna start ending every podcast with this a version of this question, okay? Um, so you, you know, I, I think you're a very skilled basketball player. You have yeah. um, limitations that I also have, which is that we're not tall or athletic, yeah. or athletic enough to be yeah. uh, in the NBA. All right. So here's my here's my question. I want an honest answer here. Yeah. All right. If you were six foot seven, could you play in the NBA? I definitely, I, I want to say yes, absolutely. Like growing up, you know, that's what I used to tell everybody. You know, I'm like, dude, if I was five eight, like I'd be playing <laughs> high school ball, I'd play college ball. Like, you know, I'm I'm talking smack, you know, to everybody. But, um, but dude, yeah, if I'm six seven, I don't see how how, you know, I wouldn't be. I, I know that throws off your handles and and everything else a, a whole lot more but no i'm like, i'm saying you're six foot yeah. seven but you're still you like you no, still, still got your me. same speed you still got your yeah. same ball handling skills you're just six foot seven i hope so man if, if i don't make the nba i'm gonna be pretty upset <laughs> at, at six seven i used to tell people all the time i was like man i'm five i'm like five eleven i'm like man if i was just six three mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm d1 i'm d1 <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably I not true. People like I, I might be the next Muggsy Bugs. You, know, you don't know. I just need like a couple more inches, man. A, a few more, more inches. That's it. Five five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, man. We just got taped mm-hmm. with Alex White. Um, Alex, mm-hmm. man, I appreciate you for joining us. Um, you, right, you guys, let me know. Yeah, man, I appreciate you. Y'all can follow us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, any of those three will be live. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't. I, I usually have a hat on to cover up this hairline. So hopefully y'all watch it on. So y'all listen on Spotify. I'll say, yeah, I, I help you out too, man. Mine's, mine's there too. All right, appreciate Probably that. Alex. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, y'all, hey, be easy, man, and uh, thank y'all for listening. Y'all have a good one. All right, appreciate it.